All right, the podcast is starting. Hello, everybody. This is Jack the Center. Is that it's thing going. on? Yeah. This is Jack the Center and uh, John. Get in the camera. Uh, no, go ahead. Let them go. I'll All be right. off camera for now. All right. We'll be on the side. Okay. This is Jack the Center and John Marini hosting J and J Indie Wrestling Podcast Show, and we got a lot of guests today. We got three guests. First guest, Mr. Robert Saint. How you guys doing? Thank you for having us. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Mr. Robert Saint, the splendid Bobby C. Simply splendid, Bobby C. Simply splendid. Sorry about that. Now I'm going to get my ass. Let it happen again. All right. (laughs) And uh, Stephen Person. Say the say the guest say the resident, which is in person. Technically on the internet for you guys, but here we go. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, any. We're gonna start off because this is an hour podcast. They only give us an hour to do awesome. it on there, and uh, we'll start it off real quick. Got a few questions here to ask you guys. Whoever wants to go first, when did you first start wrestling? Good question. Uh, right, right. I'll start. Okay. Uh, I started in 2007, uh, the later part of the year, at uh, Gleason's Gym underneath the watchful eye of WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods. Oh, wow. uh, I've been doing it ever since. Yeah, I got out of there like around say 2000. 10, 12, somewhere around there. And, uh, yeah, i just been hitting the road, doing whatever I could. I wrestled in Canada. I wrestled in Mexico. I wrestled in Puerto Rico. I wrestled in, like, 15, 20 different states, I think. About 15, 20, somewhere around there. How <laughs> uh, was wrestling, like, out of the country? I, it's did you great, actually. to Mexico? I, I did to Mexico. It was really nice, actually. I got to meet some really nice guys. Guys knew I can't speak Spanish, even though I look like it. So <laughs> they kind of, like, you know, helped me out and everything like that. I, I went down with a couple of guys I knew back in the day. Uh, and yeah, I just got really, it was an awesome experience. I, I learned a lot of like, you know, how to like, you know, work with guys who don't speak English, you know, how to, you know, protect myself, yeah, communicate in the ring with that stuff. So it was really good. That's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And what, uh, what about the rest of you guys? Anything else? I, I went in at 2010 with um, Bobby Lombardi's school. That's the, uh, that was the new doghouse that they just opened up. I traveled around. Hmm? Yes, and um, also I trained with Ace Championship Entertainment. Um, also, who also did I go to? I went to BWF for a little bit, but who cares about that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I traveled to, actually, um, I went to Puerto Rico. I loved it out there, so I mostly stayed out there the whole time. So nice. I'm actually looking into going into England very shortly. That's since the pandemic hit. Can't go out there. And also Wisconsin, I'm going to next. What about you, Splendid One? I started in 2011. I didn't start as a uh, wrestler. I actually started as a referee. I started at a place I'd rather not discuss the worst <laughs> experience of my life in Ludist. Uh, oh, you said it. L's up! <laughs> but let's not get into that. Uh, I stand at my real training started in BWF under Bronco and then also FTW with, uh, with uh, Brian Idol, uh, Matt Stryker, and Mark Viola. And those are the guys that shaped me up. And I've wrestled in outside of the U.S. I've been in the Dominican Republic, which I will be returning to in January. And I wrestled so I can't count how many promotions. And I'm the guy that always seems to wrestle a lot of the legends. And that's been a blessing too. And uh, you know, now I'm pretty much wherever the pandemic is in, I'm going. This weekend I will be traveling to ICW, uh, which is located uh, a company in Tennessee. 
and uh, SPWA in uh, Tennessee, a town called Pocahontas, Tennessee. And uh, started as a tag team with Eric Jaden, we were called the Disrespectfuls. And then, uh, Great was, team, look them up on YouTube. We're there, but then we went, uh, Eric kind of went his own way, and I did my own thing with Jack Sisko when we became the Disassemblers, and I... Jack wanted to do his own thing, and I came up with, here I am, Simply Splendid Bobby C, and this has got me a lot of places. And for all the haters out there that says, this is what's getting me over, yeah, it is getting me over, and you know what, you have to work hard in order to, you gotta constantly maintain yourself in this business, and you have to constantly change things up, and come up with new things to stay relevant. Now, I got a, I got a question for uh, Simply. Did your hairdresser come with you? Come along with you on the trips or uh... Nah, it's a natural look. This is my real hair. I don't care what anyone says. It's real. And you know, we have fun with it. You know, okay. and it's like I said, it's 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 something I am something and my team splendid. Billy's not here today. Um, and we have a whole entourage. We're something you don't see in the wrestling business anymore. We're something different. And when you come to Arena and see us, you're not gonna be doing this. Oh, it's that guy with a wig on, guy with all purple. He has a maid, and a chauffeur, and all this stuff. It's got to be different. Why'd you pick wrestling? Why wrestling? Uh, uh, all three of you, actually. Uh, all right, uh, wrestling for me has always been something I kind of enjoyed with my dad. My dad was like a very closet wrestling fan starting when I grew up. So I watched guys like um, Killer Kowalski and Bruno. All, Bruno and all these guys from Madison Square Garden because he used to go there and he would like trade tapes for it. And my mom hated wrestling. So like he would take me to like little tiny things. My first ever wrestling match I ever went to was WrestleMania 4 in, 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 uh, in AC. Yeah. My dad arranged for it. It was a surprise. I went with uh, my babysitter and her son. It was a great time. And then I went to WrestleMania 5. That was the second wrestling match I've ever seen live. So it was always like, to me, it was like, how should I describe this really? Um, it wasn't something I knew I wanted to do, but it was something I always thought was magical. And it kind of brought me as a kid to like, you know, my mom found out I liked wrestling and she was like, all right. As long as you don't do anything stupid, you can watch it. I was like, all right, cool. So that's what really kind of brought me into it. And then as I got older, I was really, actually, when I was really short, until I was like 14 years old, I was like four foot 11. So like, I never thought I could ever do this stuff. And then I like shot up, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I was like, wait a minute, I can actually do this stuff. You know, I joined the military and I was like, you know, and then I ran into people that like, kind of like connected me to people. And I was like, I could totally do this. Like I was in this like, I have this ability to be athletic. Like, let me try this. You know, and I, I, I loved wrestling since I was a kid. Like, I, I just, like, just watched stuff all the time. I had tapes. My friends would trade pay-per-views and everything like that because there was no, you know, network back then. Like, in 97, like, we were just training, like, you know, No Way Outs and, you know, WrestleManias and Royal Rumbles, you know, right. so. And then I got a chance to do it and... Yeah. Was it only WWE or did you watch WCW back then? Oh, I watched everything. I watched WCW. I actually watched World Class Pro Wrestling, which yeah. is really great stuff that over was stuff. That was really great stuff. We used stuff. to watch that on uh, ESPN. I used to oh. come home after school and watch it. Yeah, it was like very low key yeah. that people didn't watch yeah. it. And I mean, I watched that everything. Was with the Von ECW. Oh, yeah, the, the Von Erics. Yeah, WCCW. Yeah. yeah, WCCW. That was World Class Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And um, I actually, when I was 13, I started kind of going with my friends to the ECW shows. 
So I remember my first one was ever was Chris Jericho versus Sabu in a hardcore match. Wow. That was the first ECW match I ever saw, and I was absolutely hooked. I watched it every Chris single Jericho. time. Yeah. Oh my God. The when goat. He's, yeah. The goat. He oh. is. Well, back then it's called Lionheart. Lionheart, Chris yeah, Jericho. Yeah, but now he's yeah. the goat. He's just remember, yeah. the greatest. I remember I mean, seeing, yeah, I, absolutely. I remember seeing guys like Chris Benoit and Rey Mysterio, and yeah. they were busting their asses. And I was like, this is not on TV right now. And that really kind of made me, yeah. you know, grow it. And look guys. at that later on in the years, it's well, on TV. Yeah. Same thing, just like Mike, um, Steve. I got into it through my father. My father brought me to WrestleMania 10. After that, I kept on watching WWE, WCW. I actually started watching Triple A because my dad is a big El Santo fan, Mil Mascaris. So I started to learn their style. I love the way that they moved in the ring. So the way that that just brought me in, I was like, I want to do that. So it just pushed me to get into it. And you? Me? Uh, New York, um, back in the early 80s. I mean, real early 80s. What, time, what channel did he come on? Oh, Channel 9. Yeah, Channel, Channel 9. 9 every morning. Channel 9. Saturday, Saturday mornings Saturday. at 10 o'clock in the morning and at Superstars. midnight. It was uh, Championship Wrestling or WWF All-Star yep. Wrestling. Because back then it was regional. And WWF ran, what, from uh, Washington to Maine. And that's what yep. was on TV. And if you put on a Spanish station, you caught uh, maybe Crockett, NWA. Yeah. Yep. And that was the only things. And that was a rarity. Even Florida wrestling. I remember back mm-hmm. in those days, if you wait, stay up to midnight on a Friday night or whatever, you catch Florida wrestling. And... Uh, Watching my, I remember watching uh, one of my first matches I seen on television was Superfly Snooker wrestling Mr. Saido. Wow. And that's funny. I I put on YouTube and that 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 particular episode was on. You know, and they had uh, Bob Backlund with the kids, uh, with the amateur wrestling. Yep. You know, and, and back then I just I, I prefer the wrestling champ. back then. It was more family orientated. It was more, you know, you know who your bad guys were, you know who your good guys yeah. were. It was fun to watch. Unlike now, I won't watch the product right now. And Ernie the Cat Lad is one of my all-time yeah, favorite uh, wrestlers, and uh, I would say rest in peace. Midnight, the original Midnight Express. Press. Yeah. And I was hooked okay. to Jimmy Superfly Snooker when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned before, you know, who the bad guys are, the good guys. What do you guys? Heels or faces? I mean, I do both, really. <clears throat> I have the '80s gimmick, which I kind of manipulate down south. And up north, I really kind of like in South Carolina, like Myrtle Beach and everything like that. I kind of do that down there. And then up here, I'm more of the Stephen Person in-person gimmick. Um, I like both, really. I mean, I, I have a good time, you know, suspending that disbelief for people and making them realize, like, I got you. You know, like pulling them in and, you know, just making them forget that I'm pulling the strings while I'm doing this. Uh, for, you, for me, it was whatever mood I was in. You could be dealing yeah. with the saint one minute. You could be dealing with the antichrist in the next minute. <laughs> if you just piss me off, hey, you'll find out what you're going to get. Anybody I've seen of you, the few that I did, you always play the heel. Would you prefer or have you I've done, done face, face but not with this gimmick. It's not a face gimmick. Yeah, not a face gimmick. I'm a complete heel. They had me as a face in uh, Tennessee, and promoter walks up to me and goes, this is not going to work. Nope. You're going to be a heel. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. That's exactly what they told me last week. I was down there and I'm a heel and basically, you know, I could be face as long as I'm not with this gimmick. If I'm an old Bobby C and I've done it, um, I could do face, you know, in some companies and they'll have me, you know, whatever. Um, what about when you were fans? When you were fans before you became wrestling, did you favor the faces or the heels? When you're kids, you always like the, the good guys. When I was told, yeah. when you get older and you start, especially once you get into this business, I appreciate the heels more because I have mm-hmm. to follow, watch their work and see how they work. Like would, Midnight Express, the original Midnight Express to me is two of the best. I was the same way, but do you guys remember the Executioners? Yes. 
when they were complete total heels. I was a fan of theirs, but you know I was were, into right? the face. Well, one of them was Hulk Hogan at one time. There were three of them at one time, then turned to five of them. The original executioners was Killer Kowalski and Big John Studd. Okay. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. I was a, yeah. One, one, one of them was one Hogan two. also. Yep. One, show one guy with a lot of blonde hair in the back, turned out to be Hogan. Yeah. I didn't know that. He that was, was before, he was with Vern Gagne at that time, right? No, they were WWF at that time. Oh, okay. Vern Gagne is who really started Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because he, re- he, and Vince lost a gold yeah. mine. Yeah. He should have did the right thing yeah. back yeah. in those days. I read that in his bio. Yeah. Okay, guys, when was your first match? And <laughs> who did you fight? Um. <laughs> All right. My first match was against a, a deaf guy named Brooklyn Jeff. And Brooklyn <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I wrestled. Brooklyn Jeff was my first match. And I was probably watching this anyway. So the thing was that Brooklyn Jeff, uh, it was it was not it was not Broadway. Uh, <laughs> it's not on YouTube anywhere. And I made sure of that. Uh, yeah. So that was my first match was against a deaf guy named Brooklyn Jeff. And... Well, I learned a lot that match. I learned a lot. Um, my first match, it wasn't with my original tag team partner, Ken Canada. It was with um, Bison Bovado. Bison Bovado, really? Yeah. And we Aww. took on Grim Reefer and um, Jay Lover. What? The BQE. Oh, God. You took on yeah, BQE oh your first God. match? Your first match? That was a beating of a freaking lifetime. But, like, <laughs> the experience that I got really made me... Want to get into it even more? Reef is a great guy. Reef is great. Great, awesome. great, great guy. Huh? Did you win that match? Fuck no, oh. I almost got a concussion. Uh, <laughs> no, that that was my initiation into oh, okay. the pro wrestling All and right. everything. Uh, I'm so hey. embarrassed. Did you do splendidly in your match? No, I was uh, Bobby C. De Niro with Eric Draven. It wasn't Jaden. I've got some respectfuls at the. Wait, what was that? Let's get the L sign, everybody. Losers. Losers. Oh, losers. losers. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, we wrestled uh, nice kids. No, you guys Angry were Birds. called the corporate Angry Birds. Thugs. I love Gregory. You were the corporate thugs. Yeah, you guys were the corporate thugs well, at first. We just started that yeah. and they had us. Yeah. We started with them that and was that great, school. Though. And then I was, should have cut out to be a wrestler, but I made it anyway. And then mm-hmm. um, after that, I, my to me, my even though I started there, I still consider my start BWF. Yeah. You know, that's where me and Eric were on a roll. They gave us the tag team belts a couple times. And, you know, we had a good run over there. And the, the Ludus, I started at that. I hate that. I even just got to be honest. So don't bring it up. Have to, <laughs> listen, that's why I started. I have to, you know, one thing I will give that person credit for, he started me, but I give him no credit for anything else. And But I don't, I'm no, I don't hold no grudges. I don't, that's all bad behind me, you know. But you know what? Listen, if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be where yep. I'm standing here now. And yeah. that's the honest truth. So I can never take that away from that particular person. Yeah. Now, it's a funny thing, Stephen. Yes. You fought a deaf person. Yes. Right now. Not the only deaf person. I wrestled well, either. Well, right yeah. now, in, on, on Impact Wrestling, yeah. there is a, a blind person. They have a blind wrestler. I, know I, I found this out yesterday. I was going, I was looking on the internet and stuff. Uh, that Crazy Stevie. Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve yeah. is legally really? blind. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't know. Well, legally, hey, good for him. You know, they they can't drive, so he can't drive. He can't drive, but he probably has like yeah, some sort yeah. of side yeah. of vision. He like, says it's like um, yeah. tunnel vision almost. Yeah, like. No, that's superhero. What that that superhero that Daredevil? Oh, Daredevil. Daredevil. You know oh, what? Like, he said it's kind of like him. Yeah, good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, that shows that you should let nothing, let anything stop you from living your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? So, Hats off to him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was. I read that yesterday. Like, that's damn it. That's great. You don't know, believe it. And, and it's funny that you just mentioned yeah. that you you uh, yeah. wrestled the deaf guy. I guess it's harder wrestling blind than. Read deaf. We have a guy in the company that's, that's deaf that wrestles. Read yeah. deaf people. I wrestle. And I'm going to help with what I put him through. Yeah. How do you call a match with a deaf person? It's more visual cues. That's what it is. And it's been. We had some good matches. Me. Not Jeff, but Hush, <laughs> Holiday. I Hush, I love you to death, bro. It's a gimmick, and I know it. You're fucking everybody over. But what's it called? Uh, no, you can hear this, Hush! All right? The, the first time I met Hush, yeah. he's doing the sign language, and he came up to me. I said, yeah. dude, don't do that gang sign shit. Don't do no, 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 no. You did Holy not fucking do that. <laughs> so he was like, Ugh. You did not fucking do that, really. No, you should hear what I say to Hush half of the time. Oh, I, I fuck with Hush. I love Hush. Yeah, First words that I said. I'll be I'll sitting there screaming behind him. Hush! Drop down, Leafrog. You got the spot. <laughs> wait, wait, Hush, we'd love to have wait. you on the show. Hush, I'm going to fucking hell for that shit. Uh, great, Hush is going to come guy. to my house and burn it down. Guy, Hush. Every time he comes by, I always bust his balls. I'm like, I don't do that. I don't do that. Hush, <laughs> That's why I said I'm going Hush to hell. I usually go, eh. Listen, Hush could work, man. No. Hush could work. You're a great worker, bro. The I love being in the ring with you. I booked yeah. the match is because um, I booked him in a triple threat. That's before Steven spiked them with, uh, um, what was it? Uh, yep. uh, yeah, uh, DDT. DDT. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to prove something that when it comes down to wrestling, you don't have to know somebody's language. Yeah. We tell wrestling is our own type of language. You know how I could pick you up in a certain way. That's how we talk with each other. And we Hush is explain things. And Hush is a true professional. He knows exactly yeah. how to run with things. It's not like he's just out there because he's deaf. He's out there because he's a great no, wrestler. And I will give him credit a thousand times. And that's what he wants yeah, to do. Exactly. That's what he, he wants to do. That and he took care of crutch. me. Yeah. He used that as his crutch. He got into it. Yeah. He knew it was his understanding. Yep. Boom, he just went straight forward and he pulls off the character very great. Even though I know he's not deaf. Great guy. You're not deaf. We know it. Great gimmick, bro. Great gimmick. The one thing about him is, even though he is, he... Don't send me hate mail. Try to kill me. Anybody, please. I love Hush. <laughs> He's cursing you out on the phone right now. <laughs> so basically, like, yeah. He, he made he, our first phone call. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got our first call in live. Where are we coming from? And it's not Michael Myers. I know, really. And yeah, oh. he's just this guy. The guy is so fluid. Oh, he's yeah. so fluid. Oh, so athletic. Fluid, yeah. I mean, like, athletic. really, actually, like, athletic in the ring. Like, he's strong I and he's... with him. Yeah. Great technician. Great technician. Yeah. I love Buster and Shots, though. We've had matches in NDIW, uh, NDIW before. I was the lightweight hit. NDIW. Championship Entertainment. I wrestled yep. Hush. Very Shout out to Slugger. We love you, bro. Yes. Slugger uh, is a rumor you're yeah. making a comeback, which I heard the other day. Yeah. I hope you do. And uh, I love to go into his school. And uh, Slugger is definitely a person that had a very big impact on me yes. in his business. One of my trainers. I want to go back to the face and heels. Yeah. Um, when you guys go to other promotions, mm -hmm. other shows, are you... Plan on staying as a character heel? I kind of get a, I kind of get a read. Like, it depends on really what is going to happen. Like, it depends what the crowd is feeling. It depends on what you know, what I'm actually basically you know, 
you're going to be a good guy. You're going to be a bad guy. And from at that point, like, I'm watching every match. I'm watching what everybody else is doing. I'm watching, like, what is making people come alive, if you will. Especially when you go to Puerto Rico. Oh, you especially you go to Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. You don't know. I don't, I don't speak a fucking lick of Spanish. Yeah, no we, habla espanol. That's all I know how to fucking say. We're just going straight being yeah. pricks in Puerto Rico. Exactly. It was great. Oh, man. I had people throwing things at me. I was like, this Puerto is Rico's good. a different animal. Yeah. Completely different animal. I love Puerto Rico. Puerto, the to the people of Puerto Rico, also, we love you so much. And we are sorry that we cannot come down this year as much as we wanted to because of this horrible fucking disease. So we apologize. We and love you. I miss you. Bandito, you owe me some coquito. Bandito, I'm going to whip your ass. Time. Fuck that shit. Dominican Republic is the and same moonshine. way. Yeah. It's a wrestling fans. It's just... Wrestling fans are great. Anywhere you go. Anywhere you go. Yeah. They are, man. Sometimes it's like, oof. I, I think I don't speak to myself when I say, like, wrestling fans are different everywhere you go. Yeah. Yes. Like, in Canada, they're very, like, attentive. In Mexico, they're, like, jumping out of the fucking stands for, like, a handstand. Like, I'm like, whoa! I say everyone knows it. The best fans are basically from New York. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They don't, they don't care to tell you how it is. Yeah. They'll be straightforward and just be like, And that's the way you want it. And there's a yeah, connection no, with the, the New York crowd. Yes. I think yeah. that people don't... Tell me I yeah. suck. Yeah, so does your mama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the whole thing is that I always loved how like people in New York and Jersey and the tri-state area, they always have like this want of wrestling. Like it's it's a desire to see it. Every other place yeah. is like, oh, let's go see a wrestling show. I feel like in New York and like I Long Island. They, 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 oh, I love Long Island. Like, you know, not, you, you, yeah. I like wrestling's not violence. I love Brooklyn. I love Long Island and Brooklyn. They're like, like, this tri-state area loves violence. Yeah. Our Lady Guadalupe, we have That's had many, many times. We've spent time together. Our Lady Guadalupe, where is that? That's our That's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That is yeah. that that die crowd. Like yeah, they, Brooklyn, every like time they come there. It's all old school crowd. Yeah. So you mentioned Long Island. What areas in Long Island? You guys oh, I wrestled in Deer Park, Center Reach, Nassau, Reconcoma, Rocky Point. Long Island's like big. Long Island is not a lot of wrestling going on. It's not really, but the thing is. I don't understand that. But yeah, it was with me, it was Deer Park, Reconcoma. Deer Park. For yeah. me, and that's like I can count on my hands how many times I wrestled in Long Island. Center Reach, Irish Center Reach. Long that's where I went to a few uh, indie wrestling events years ago. Oh. So Rhino, uh, the DX out there. Okay, yeah. your question for you guys: yeah. What was the first um, um, indie company you guys ever went to? FTW. Ah, Kudos a good guy. Brian I went, uh, uh, it wasn't. I actually held down tag titles in that company. My so. friend, yeah. yes. he's friends with one of the wrestlers there, and he asked me, being I'm a wrestling fan, he asked me if I want to go see a wrestling match. Now, no offense, but I didn't think too much of the, the absolutely NBA back then. You know, well, a lot of people. Yeah, well, you know, I knew about the wrestling guys, but I was still going like with the main main promotions, like going the way they thought of the indie promotions, like minor league, bush league. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're not gonna happen too much quick, you know. So the first match, it's like, okay. Now I'm thinking, who is these guys that I'm going to watch? You know, I know nothing about the Indies. Yeah, yeah, so but my friend told me it was FTW. So right away, I went online, looked for FTW, and I seen a couple of matches. Going, okay, I can give it a shot. And then we went there. I got him there, and I was like, going, wow. I've been going I wrestling going. for ages. Yeah, this is a very big a lot of WWE shows. Share this real fast. This is a very big misconception about. Especially in the wrestling business. People think if you're WWE or whatever, whatever, Impact or whatever, oh, that's, that, those guys are wrestlers and guys in the Indies are not wrestlers. Where do you think that those guys that are working in the WWE and, and uh, Impact and uh, NWA, but where did they come from? from the they came from the Indies. So, yeah. you know what? We're just independent that's what I was, contractors, that's what I'm as they to. say. You guys put out a great show for me. 
I mean, I was hooked from that ma those matches. Like, and especially what I liked the most was during the intermission when all the guys are mingling with all the wrestlers and they're actually, you know, person to person, not, you know, big name over here. He's not going to do anything. You know, he's not going to shake your hand. You know, he's not going to take a picture with you. No, you guys are the exact opposite. You guys shook hands, talked, you hung out with the crowd. I love the way the, the crowd responded to you guys. And I think that's a big, I think I speak for you guys too when I say this, like, there's a big lapse in people that just watch wrestling on TV and don't go to indie shows right. or independent shows or even live shows, even like WWE shows. Like, if you're watching this and you have people that, oh, wrestling sucks, whatever, take them to a live show. Yeah. Like, it's it's that disconnect from TV, like there's commercial breaks and there's right. backstage promos and all this other bullshit. When you go to a show live, you're part of that crowd that they're trying to reach. Yeah. And when you... And I hate saying it like this, but when you're communicated with that emotion, where they pull you in and you give it back, that's when people, I feel like, become fans. Right. Because now yeah. they're part of that show. Everybody wants to be part of the show. The old lady swinging a cane, the young kid jumping up and down. Yeah. Like, exactly everybody wants to be part of the show because they want to not just be recognized, they want to feel like they're getting their money's worth. You know? And like, the, like what you said before about the whole entire, like, if you're not WWE, you're not a real wrestler. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit. Because hey, get, that. get this. How about this? Uh, if my friend is really good at the playing the guitar, but he's on Nickelback, does that make him a, uh, not a musician? Yeah. No, it's fucking bullshit. Just because you have a higher level of performance and someone's doing, I would say, just as much in a lesser sized component, I feel like you don't have to negate what someone does on that level. And I'm too old for the for those big companies anyway. I'm very concerned. They don't, they don't want me to fuck that. So if you guys... I'm, you know, I'm not that guy. AEW or even Ring of Honor came up to you guys and says, here's a five-year contract. They're not going to get... I'm too old. They will never, ever... Offer I mean, if they did... Honestly, if they did, I'd be like, all right, let's talk about this. Let's see how, how my actual life outside of wrestling lines up with this, and I would have to make an adult decision about that. But you, you know? also got to see it like this. You're only contracted by that direct company. Exactly. You can't, can't go out to nobody else. else. Exactly. Yeah. They won't give you permission to go to Japan, Puerto Rico, Mexico. It's true too. Like so we're working on stuff with Europe right now. Like I, it's been kind of like my dream since I saw like the great Johnny Saint back in the day when I was like my real kid. You know, like I want to wrestle in the UK. I was able to travel Europe, you, brother, to go back there as a wrestler. Yeah. I got tons of friends in Europe so right now that would honor, love to see me wrestle. Have the honor for us. To oh have my God, Jody Fleisch on the show. Jody Fleisch is an amazing talent in the UK. Yeah, Jody Fleisch is the nicest Should've guy in the fucking world. Should have got Rock picked up by if anybody's watches AEW's Jody. Jody Fleisch. Jody, just fucking yeah. book him. Give him a contract. Jesus Christ. There's another guy that Johnny's if anybody's store. listening to his tag team from, yes. from Puerto Rico, the precious one, Gilbert. The guy looks like a million bucks. Gilbert's great. Bring him in. Yeah. And that's AEW, my it's all you to get these yeah. talent in. Jody Fleisch is just a, a great yeah. human being. I got to spend a weekend with him. The matches with him and his tag team partner, Johnny yeah. Storm, are awesome. Like if you want to see something like complete perfection, you got to watch that match. Or are they are they, uh, they uh, high flyers? Or? They're yeah. high flyers, but they're also he's a hybrid wrestler. Yeah, he's a great yeah. hybrid. He can do anything that you put him in there with. What are you guys? Are you guys? Uh, I'm more of a technical I, guy. I'm not really a high flyer. I'm too I fat. love the British uh, style. Technical mm -hmm. brawler. Yeah. More yeah. flash. Yeah. I like submissions. Strong style type wrestler or Smash Mouth. I could. I could if someone wants to hit hard. I, I could take shit. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm a big I'm not gonna bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you know, I'm not like a bitch, you know, but Listen, man, yeah. I'm 48 years old. Yep. Alright? Oh, are you really? 49 yep, really? this month. And I'm I, I'm, bumping, 
I'm bumping, I'm getting slammed, I'm doing stuff, man. You tell me how many people that are at that age that could do Absolutely, what I do. Absolutely, not many. And happy birthday, myself. by the way. Thank you. Oh, that's thank right. You. It's your happy birthday. birthday. It's his birthday, everyone. Say happy birthday to him. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you, dog. Happy birthday. He's 70. <laughs> yeah, dog's going to pee on me now. Or something. <laughs> He's going to hump your leg for your yeah, birthday. Oh, great. That's what I need. 55. Hey, how some people pay for that shit. Robert, how old are you? I'm turning 40 tomorrow. Ooh. Young. Ooh, I'm the youngest. Young. I'm the youngest bucket. I'm, tur I'm turning 38 in like about three months. So. You know how old my tag team partner is? Oh, 39. Sorry, holy shit. You know how old Billy, no. Sir Fabulous, Christopher Michaels, that was on the Indies. Oh, that was a uh, ECW guy, yes. right? Yeah. He, he did Tommy WWF too. And, and my partner. You know how old he is? I think he's, he's still wrestling. Too. He's 59. Oh, he's wow. an God amazing bless. guy. I love Billy. His partner. What's his name? Chris Michaels? Yep, Chris Michaels. Chris Michaels is in a great... He's he's honestly in NEW, one of the great promotions we have here in the Tri-State area that you should check out. Um, has just a wealth of knowledge that he passes on, not even effortlessly, but like just continuously, just here, learn this, learn that, just amazing guy. Like oh, not to correct you, new evolution wrestling, not that northeastern crap or whatever Ooh, the hell they are what? in Connecticut. What? Yes, okay. we're all representing Ooh. new evolution. They're good guys, but. Uh, and yeah. how about Titan? We can't forget. Oh, Titan, Titan, Titan Championship Titan, Wrestling. Titan Championship Wrestling, which we will be traveling to today. Is I hope this gets out by then. Tonight? Tonight. Run by Billy and Charlie. You guys look great. Great we guys, man. Guys. We appreciate Billy's you guys. awesome. I love you, Billy. Also, you too, Colossal Championship Wrestling. Colossal Championship Wrestling. Run by Michael Rivera. Yep. How about Eastern Coast <laughs> Professional Wrestling by Gino Caruso, one of all uh, the companies that we wrestle for. Yeah. I asked about you him. guys, Brown. And uh, aerial and all that. But what about your finishes? Any guys your finishes? I love me some DDT and people's heads. I, like I also it. love submissions. I have a lot of submission holds that I kind of apply. You know, so that's always been like my my Just niche. pin the guy, beat the hell and pin him in the wall. No, I got a, um, it's the Repent, it's uh, Shining Wizard. Okay, and also the it's the go to hell. It's technically like a spinning. You go to hell. Spinning, um, what you call it, um, F you. <laughs> okay. It's a good move though, man. This tell you. It's always good to innovate, make make different moves up. And I don't want to be the I, both of these guys. I I kind of like took that as a thing when I was doing both gimmicks, like my 80 Stephen per totally radical Stephen person, which you should totally check out. And um the first time I met him. Yeah. Totally radical Stephen person and then Stephen person in person both have like a different set of moves. Like I have more 80s based moves. I have a move called the Rubik's Cube, which is like a combination pin. Uh, I have the, the neon light suplex. Guess which kind of move that is. Um, what else? I have the flashback elbow, which for some reason I had to retire because that popped up somewhere else. <laughs> Someone else had a great idea of using that, so I don't think I could use it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the Kapowski driver. Would that be the Judas elbow? Oh my God, you're right. I mean, I'm not going to say great minds think alike, but... <laughs> Why? Chris Jericho is a mastermind. Anyway, <laughs> and then I have the Kapowski driver, which is a cradle DDT. So, and I've wrestled both of these gentlemen here, and I've taken a lot of their moves. Yep. Same so thing forth. with Bobby. Yep. And I'm uh, I do the Gordbuster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby's finisher is also question. unofficially the feet on the ropes. Yes. Well. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I do okay. the Gordbuster. That's always something, uh, and I'm also some of my moves. I'll do the underhook, something you don't see in the water. Every match, come on, guys, we gotta be honest. 
everybody does a vertical suplex at least once in a match. I try I and stay away. Do it I, at like, all. I, I like the that's what I like yeah. the back back suplex. I do suplexes, but I stay away from the vertical. I hate it because every match you see one. I try and keep an eye out who does it before then. Like, like that's my scouting technique. Yeah. Like, I'll see who does it. You not. don't want to be. The, I have like moves. I have you an don't want to be the game. fifth person doing it yeah. on the same show. I hate yeah. that vertical suplex. I, I, you know, just I don't like to do it because everyone does it. Yeah. So I stick with the underhook or butterfly suplex as they call it. And really, think of who's the person that really did that. Bob Backlund started that. If you watch it, oh, the, su- uh, the vertical okay. suplex. He used to hold it forever. Yeah, yeah. He was a, I'm sorry, Bob Ackland. I got to meet him like once. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. Actually, I, he also like shared like a lot of stuff. I met him like recently. Yeah. Was it the same one time, I think? Um, but yeah, awesome guy. He was just an amazing person. The great like, person that I enjoyed talking to was Tito Santana. Tito Santana's oh, a great guy. He was sitting in the locker room with yeah. the guy the whole time. He's yeah. like a Full of knowledge that you just want Jimmy to Snooker was a was a great guy. I miss him. I miss Jimmy too. Jimmy. Jimmy used to be in a locker room. That brings you to another question. Demo- I'm sorry. One thing. Demolition have always been. Whenever we did shows with them, they've always watched. Oh yeah. They take, take a hit from Smash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you? Yeah. Fact, actually, I did see that oh, one. I was watching last night. Yeah. Was, uh, Strong guys, great uh, legends like, within it, their uh, own right. Still wrestling. Still wrestling. Still you wrestling. Guys wrestling. Tag team. Go see him. Upon a Tim Theory and tag team. Yeah. Um, and we took on um, Roxbury and um, the Great gonna, White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo, ripping that match. Another team came in, the, the Spoils of War. We jumped we, in. We more, had more um, Prince Akhenon and Prince Hamed, the oh, Pharaoh yeah. of the Ring. They, they, they're in our stable. Prince they Ahmed's tried helping us out. Demolition comes to the ring, puts their noses in our business. Start fucking everyone yeah, up. Smash just pops in right there. <laughs> I like I that hit, Barry. What I seen. Then walking down the aisle with the music playing, mm. the crowd's going crazy. I'd shit myself. Smash there, high fiving kids. <laughs> he jumps in the ring, nails a yeah. couple of you guys, kicks everyone's asses. And As you should high five the kids. Stevie walks in there going, "Okay, uh, my job's done." The yeah, the joke that I had that day when they popped our manager, Mr. Big. Ha! You literally. <laughs> oh my God! Say, Pick Shamu up. Kick Shamu out of the ring. That Shamu out of the ring. Mr. Big is bloated. Like he's a seal that's like we love you, Big. Dry land and stuff. I was like, oh, all good humor. Uh, you got the veterans in there. They big influence you guys. Yes, when they're in yes. the ring with you guys. Yes, they've yes. always given me good critiques on anything good. I've done sure. right or wrong. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's those guys that are always just willing to the share information. The one that. I, I know, and I'm going to get revenge against them again. Is the Patriot himself Ooh. a great guy? Tom, I'm going to kick ass next time we're in the ring. Patriot. Yeah. Is he going to be there tonight? I don't know. Is he? Oh no, no. Yeah. There's a lot of guys there tonight. You know what? You don't. You don't know who might pop up tonight nope. in the battle royal. That's right. Yeah. So you might want to go and check it now, out. That, Titan that, Championship Wrestling. Titan Championship Oops. Wrestling. That that show tonight is two rings. They have two rings. Yes. Two rings. Two rings, yeah. two rings okay. tonight. Is yep. that a, a a war games type of thing? Or? No, it's a battle royal. Technically, war. I wanted that idea a long time ago, but. Yeah, Bill, Billy. They they thought of it. Great, great thing. It was like great it, mind, oh, Billy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty yeah, well, neat. That was a, they have a uh, a match with two rings. That's, that's so WCW back in the days oh. started that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did yeah. three rings. Yeah, they had three rings. So it was, yeah. throw one, one two, guy three. to one ring, and you, know, yeah, and then you yeah, get yeah. eliminated. It was awesome. Idea. What about the gimmick? Other gimmick type matches like uh, cage matches and stuff like ha, that. I've been in cage matches. Do you guys prefer those kind of matches? I've wrestled. My first ever real gimmick match is I wrestled a cage match and won against a certain individual, kind of infamous, kind of cool, love you, Phil, Damien Demento. 
Damien Demet. I remember Damien I wrestled him in a steel cage in Brooklyn. And you survived? Oh, my God. <laughs> Beat the living shit out of me. <laughs> Loved it every second because I was in front of like a thousand fucking people. Who was it before he was Damien Demet? I forgot his name. Oh, Mondo Clean. Mondo Clean, there you go. Mondo Clean, yeah. That was back in the day when he was working uh, Japan and everything like that. And he, I'm telling you, I was safe. I can't ask for anything better of walking out of there, which I won. Beat you, Phil. And he's always, honestly, people don't notice, he's actually a really good artist. Like, if you get a chance to check out uh, his work, beautiful portraits that he draws of people. I mean, like, inspiring. Like, I wish I could have that talent. And, like, he doesn't do just one. He'll, he'll draw, like, on a fur canvas with, like, paint. And it comes out brilliant. And he also has a mean right hook. So. You guys ask the, uh, the press, the rest of the retired guy, the vets come and do that. Ask them or do they freely start uh, talking to you guys? I feel like it's a mix. It's, they it's come to you and most they, likely, yeah. like, they, they will. You could ask them their input yeah. because it's not like you're, you're overextending yourselves. But they do like to give you that option. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, look, I, I want to see you progress in this business mm-hmm. just like I have. So they, they always like to give you that input. But it's best that you ask them, how do you think I did in my match? What do you always. think I did wrong? And you it's, let them lead the match because they're the vets. You always go up to yeah. a vet and you don't say what you're going to do. You say, sir, like, I wrestled New Jack. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> I did it. I did not wrestle yeah, New Jack. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to wrestle New Jack, but no, something no, no, happened. No. New Jack is actually a very cool guy. Very nice. I like very. New Jack. Very nice guy. But you know what? They demand their respect. They earn that. Absolutely. They paid yeah. their dues. And to yeah. us that are just, you know, we haven't been around long. We haven't been where they've been. Yeah. You always show that respect. And the first thing I'm going to go and tell New Jack is... You're the boss. You're the veteran. I yes. follow you. Yep. And that. Oh, and that's the truth. Any first you don't go to a bend the knee. Yeah, first you minute you open your mouth and you give orders to a veteran. They're not You're done. Do You're Especially a guy done. like New Jack. He's uh, not gonna sit there and take. New, I think we all know so what New Jack can do. So. Yes. <laughs> I've they, seen him. I've they, seen him live. They're generous yeah. and they'll say, "What Absolutely. would you like?" But my match with the return of the gangsters. Will you wrestle Mustafa? Can we talk about this now? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so, do you want my, you want our outside perspective? Because I watched the whole I fucking love thing. This story. I was uh, out there uh, watching it. Too. Wait. Let Let me say okay. mine first. Okay. Saying, we We had a great match. Great communication. Everything. Mm-hmm. The only sad part was <laughs> it. It technically wasn't the referee's fault. David Zubin. <laughs> we um, love you, Zubin. But the sad part was with oh, icons like them. That's been ECW oh. and everything. Rules are out the window. So the whole point was, New Jack was supposed to land on my partner with the chair, that chair elbow. So first minute, <coughs> we're fighting outside of the ring the whole time. Oh. But when that goes inside the ring and he drops the chair, the referee calls for the bell, runs out of the ring real quick like he shit himself. Yeah. New Jack and Mustafa are like, where the fuck did he go? Where the fuck did he go? Where the fuck did he go? Like, I the think he heard was them. hanging out near the music guy because he was too scared to come back into the locker room on what was going to happen. And he was shitting bricks. And I'm sitting there. Referee? This referee. Yeah, so I'm sitting David out there. Zubin. So I'm sitting out there watching this shit, and uh, mind David you, Bush. it was declared a non disqualification match. It was said, like, in English, <laughs> on a. System that plays loud sounds with a microphone. <laughs> so it's not like you fucking missed it. So anyway, Mustafa, not missing a fucking beat, just goes... Great guy. No. <laughs> like, I was like... Professional. Like, and then New Jack is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. New Jack also, 
I'm adamant professional. Love the guy. Talked to him a couple times. I, I was lucky enough to share a locker room with him. But Mustafa, New Jack was pissed. After Mustafa kicked my head into the freaking yeah. guardrail, <laughs> I literally hear. They're like, we gotta make it up. Motherfucker. I'm like, oh shit. Who, who fucking get, pissed him off? I'm like, Rob's getting stamped. Rob's getting stamped. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Or Zubin, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm not out there. Zubin messed but, up yeah. the main event for yeah. Revolution it? Wrestling I was in. I love him. Love but you, Zubin. I'm supposed to pin Rage. All right, then. Well, actually, no. What they say? Where were they called? Eric Jaden's gang. They were supposed to come in, uh, jump him. The referee was not supposed to be. As soon as they came in, Zubin was supposed to come Sage in. Sage and Squad. I was go. supposed to lay on Rage for the pin. Guess when Dave Zubin runs into the ring? I don't think I was here for this. Right when they're kicking his ass, they're supposed to. Just, he's supposed to disqualify him. Tore up, messed up the whole finish. <laughs> we love you, Dave. <laughs> Yeah. Any of you guys currently champions? Nope. I'm the ECPW Five Bros Tag Champs. Oh, okay. I am going on for two years. Wow. Oh, thank wow. You, thank you, pan- Pandemic. Hey. Yeah, hey! <laughs> Tunnel hey. extended. Good, good wow. thing. I am currently making people strong. <laughs> currently ICW Tag Team Champions in Tennessee. Oh, cool. And One I half. am, and I am Steven Person. In person. In person. In person. <laughs> Any of you guys brought your belts today? No. <gasps> Wait a minute. You going to them? Technically, I'm well, we the three-year... Tennessee right now. Uh. Technically, I am the three-year... What was it? Pro Wrestling Pennsylvania Alliance uh, North American Champion, because I have that belt, which is a funny story we have to talk about another time. Okay. I've had that belt for seven years because the promotion folded, and I was told to keep the belt. Oh. Cool. So I'm you're still, still undefeated. You I am undefeated. undefeated in seven years. Bruno, I'm coming for your shit. <laughs> now Me I got a Jack question. Still, uh, Coastal Tag Team Champions down in Jersey because that cup folded and you know, we never lost the belts. That's another one, undefeated. I think me and King Canada had a belt somewhere. Hey, Canada, hit me up. I don't know what belt we and have. But I saw the belt. I have the belt at home. They got so. belts and they don't even know they ah. have belts. <laughs> I got a question for each totally one of you. Okay. Uh, when you guys first won your very first title mm-hmm. how how did you feel how was that oh, feeling i felt ecstatic because i got to wrestle <sighs> i miss you tim arson and it was another man known as chris estrada who's a great talent i don't want to give that away but he's a great talent um basically what happened was that somebody was a champion and i was supposed to wrestle him and he was not happy with how the match was going. Well, was planned, if you will. And he basically took his ball and went home and never came back to wrestling. He was the huh. East Coast champion in world of unpredictable wrestling. So I, with my infinite wisdom... Oh, also the belt went missing, which we don't know where it went. Who pawned it? <laughs> don't know where it was... Where it went... <laughs> So, we had an old belt of the international title. So, I was told, all right, you're going to be the international champion. You're going to take the belt. You defended in Puerto Rico. So, you're now the international champion. I'm like, well, Puerto Rico's technically part of the United States. Shut the fuck up, person. Okay, no problem, international champion. <laughs> so, I come out, and I sit there, and Chris Estrada walks out. I, I, I do a standing 10 count. I win. I'm the champion. Woo! I'm undefeated as champion. I like to thank my mom. I like to thank my priest. I like to thank my mailman. Uh, everyone, Chris Estrada walks out. 
screw you, you you screwed me out of a title last time, blah, 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 give me a, okay, sure, no problem, next next time, next show, no problem, got it. Tim Arson comes out and goes, you know what, I heard you talking, blah, 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 I, I fucking miss you, Timmy, you were, if you ever get a chance, Google, I mean, yes, he's known as the zombie, which was an, a great thing for him, but watch him in fucking, like, Puerto Rico, he was fucking balls to the wall, man, so, what happens is that Tim Arson comes out and I, I kind of like fed him a line. I was like, all right, what's better than, you know, beating up somebody you don't like? Beating up somebody you don't like with your best friend. It's supposed to turn into a three-way and then he beat the living shit out of me. And well, that didn't happen exactly because Timmy forgot his lines. So <laughs> it went something like, you know what's better than beating up your best friend? Beating up your best friend. <laughs> I was like, okay, no problem. Next month, they carry me, beat the shit out of me and... Timmy put me over and it was a great thing I had that was like my first real title and it meant a lot because he was part of it and he was a guy that really took me aside in the Gleason's days there's everyone there was always about improving the next guy continuing oh pa continue the wheel and you know like the thing is that Timmy took it a step beyond it's like let's talk about the wagon let's talk about you know, what's in the wagon. And it was mind-blowing to me, the stuff that I learned from him. And everyone else there, Flex, Santi, Star, Atiba, uh, Mike Gallagher, all those guys were fucking... I I don't know where the fuck I'd be if it wasn't for those guys literally, like, really, like, showing me stuff on Saturday mornings. Mikey Firezone, who I swear to fucking God, like, was my greatest tag team partner in the fucking world. And um, Mark Viola comes Mark, from that school. He Mark Viola was freaking. Guy. Mark Viola was a great guy because he you saw someone who wanted to be part of it and learned at a at accelerated rate. So legit tough man, tough guy, great guy. So yeah, so that was the thing about with Gleason's was that was the world, the first real title belt for me. Sorry, I rambled on there for a minute, but I had to get props. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, with my best friend King Canada, the guy who came into the business with. We won the ECPW Five Burrows Tag Tiles the first time. And this is the third time I'm holding the belts. Um, yeah, first minute we held it, I was just proud that he was there with me because we grew up getting into this business. We loved it and can't wait to make a return with him when yeah, he comes buddy. back. Hope he comes back. Yeah, buddy. I started with BWF. Uh, me and Eric Jaden or Draven back then, we were the Disrespectfuls. And they give us, we beat Commando Jr. and Black Zemmers. Titles. That was our first one, and then uh, we won them again from back then. They had the Black Mafia there, Darren. Oh, yeah, Uh, Dark Side, bro. Fucking underrated talent. Sonny Black. How the fuck is no one signing him? Seriously, what I love about Sonny Black the most, I had a knee injury. I got injured in that match, my first real injury. Basically, was water on the knee, and they had to drain my knee, which was talk about pain when they stick that needle in there again. You're gonna tell you. And uh, Sonny Black took, knew I was injured and took care of me so well in that ring. He didn't feel a thing. Sonny Black is like wrestling the wind. Yes. Feel, and he's a big, big dude. Everyone knows him, though, by his infamous thing. The like moonsault. The moonsault. The 400 big 400-pound yes. black guy does a fucking wow. moonsault that you saw on <laughs> Facebook. Bro, he's so much more than that. Like, I... Just, just Google him, bro. Sonny Black, Dark Side. I was wrestled in Japan. Yeah. And even when I did a show, I wrestled yeah. down for in Georgia for Rocky King. If any of you guys know who that is, I've heard of Rocky. Great guy, there. Rocky. Please get better, man. Get better. He was uh, he worked in the NWA back in the days. You always saw him wrestling the Horseman on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, basically wrestled for him. Teddy Long was the booker, and I remember him coming with us on that road trip. And Teddy Long knew him right off the bat. I know you. I 
seen you in Japan. Yep. And that was amazing to know. And uh, he had a great match that day. Sonny, Sonny's such a, a class act. Yeah. You know, a good human being. You know. So wrestling injured was is a touch and go thing with most of the wrestlers, or like depending on the match depends. itself. I, I, it's hurt and injured, I believe. I, I think there's two different categories yeah. you have to really kind of assess when someone's hurt or injured. Like I think we've all at one time or another got hurt. We've all been hurt in the middle of the ring and had people take care of them to make sure that they didn't die, you know? Yeah. Because, um, I, I love doing arm drags. Ha! Oh, no. When you tell ha! somebody Japanese arm drag, uh. they wind up la- landing their back on your face. Oops. Yeah. And um, I'm hearing this because <laughs> Mr. Person's in my corner and some schmuck is in the other corner. So, so they're like telling me, Pin him, pin him, pin him. I'm trying to pin this fucker. Meanwhile, we're doing the other way because Rob's concussed. <laughs> I got Blood coming day. out of my nose like yeah. crazy, and I'm like, come here, asshole. Trying to pin him. Doesn't want to be fucking pinned. I'm like, you're fucking pissing me off. Get the fuck over here. I literally roll him up, force him the fuck down. I'm like, bitch, stay the fuck out. Yeah. Kill your ass. I'm still bleeding all over myself. I go into the back. They're still going on with the match. So someone had to continue on the spot, but oh, not only was he hurt from this move, they both bashed heads, so I had to sit there and basically handle, make sure that the match was still going on as planned. I had to continue on his spot that was happening, and then remember my spot, move it up, and then push back someone else's spot, and then we had to work all that stuff together. And And all this match started with someone doing a super kick and walking out of the fucking ring and pinning somebody. uh, (laughs) No, the best part of it was... One of his <laughs> partners, because it was, uh, I think it's a four uh, on four. And, um. What was his, that again? His, his, I don't remember. Manny. 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 Oh, Manny. Oh, oh Manny Jesus comes Christ. in and he's on anesthesia. <laughs> it's like, I'm jet lagged. I'm fucked I'm up. I'm like, why are you coming and you're, you're fucked up? <laughs> nah, I just like, wanted to be here. I, I still want to do it. I love you, brother. I'm like, okay, you're not going to last that long. He's, he's like, just like, take me out okay. quick. So he comes up to me, he's like, all right, we got to take, and we're all talking about the match. He's like, oh, someone take me out quick. That's what we got to do. I was like, first, Rob, I'm going to super seconds. kick you. He goes, first, no, 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 we'll do something. I was like, Manny, he didn't I'm going to super kick you. First minute, Manny turns around, he pops him. Manny goes down. One, one two, two, three, three elimination. Five seconds. Five seconds. I love, thank you for that, Manny, by the way. I appreciate that. Cool. How about any retirement plans for you guys? Are you just going to nope. stick out wrestling? I'm actually. I'm not dead yet. Not done yet. Not dead yet. That's all alive. Personal reasons, I'm actually might be retiring probably <gasps> next year or the following year. Oh, really? Yeah. What so it's like, it's um, a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, no, it's a um, Henry gimmick? I'm retiring, but not? It's, I, I'd rather have people get more, more of an opportunity of getting into the ring and everything. Move out, push more people in. It's, so I'd rather... You as the owner, you're going to still be hands-on? I still am, yeah. I, I liked working with our merchandise situation. I'm very big on our designs. I designed all the NEW t-shirts that just came out right now. And I got to get your sizes so I could get you guys your t-shirts. And we're now getting our and new face masks. Mask. Next week, we're actually getting our new NEW medical masks. That's great. Because yep. we're looking out for our people that, that can't come to the shows. So we're going to try to hook you up and get yep. you some. We also give donations. Whoever yep. buys an, one of our NEW Cares Autism T-shirt, we give a percentage of that to the foundation, the Atlas Foundation for Autism. Yep. So if you NEW Cares, NEW Cares. Yeah. Yep. So if you retired, any surprise matches in the future? Like say, Tom, uh, I'm looking at you. Pop in. I'm looking at the Patriot. I I need a rematch. 
but I need to do one more match. Um, we're going to finish off also in Puerto Rico. Yep. JWP, we're coming back and we're coming for you. And we're not coming. We got more people. Do you see the Indies getting stronger? Yes. Yes. Mainstream? I, you got a lot of guys that are very eager that, that are waiting to get out of school that really want to get into the ring. I think like with schools themselves, there's always so many good schools. I don't think there's really a bad school. In New York State, I can at least say this. I don't think there's really a bad school. There were some, Depends but not anymore. Uh, I, got a, I, got, I got a question for you guys. Sure. Uh, I have a bunch. Sure. <laughs> um, what venue in New York do you guys wrestle out of normally, or what do you consider home? Elks and which Lodge. One, Elks Lodge. And Elks which Lodge. ones do you think is the best? Elks Lodge automatically. Elks Lodge automatically because that has like a history. I it, mean, it ECW, does, even yeah. though we, we don't have the main ECW Elks Lodge, yeah. we got the side right. part of it. But yeah. as it's long as we got something there. connected, it makes you yeah. feel something. And respect that. Yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't yeah. associate ourselves as, we wrestled in the Elks Lodge. Yeah. You know, so I just see yeah, so many matches. I've been there. You know, as a kid, and just being on the property, on the block, you know, yeah. it's just, it's magical, you know. So. And crazy sounds, I love, I miss so much uh, Guadalupe in Brooklyn. Oh God, yeah, Guadalupe was great. What was that other place that we wrestled at in Brooklyn that closed down? What was that place? The one on Avenue L. Yes. What was I the name don't of like it? Like that place too much. I liked it. It had the great. I'm sorry that. I don't know what it was. It was something about when you walked Our out. Our Lady of Grace. Yeah, Our, Lady Our Lady of Grace. Grace. Our Lady of Grace was, honestly, it was like my second favorite place to actually be like, we go there. You know? Where I won the tag title the first time. Yeah. And I like the one in the Rockaways that Gino has. Also oh, St. Vigilius. St. Vigilius is always nice. Yeah. Good place. Yeah, there was a lot of good places. Yeah. Did you guys ever wrestle at La Boom in Queens? Yes. I know. Yeah. Was, yes. Yeah. I was how, how is that? Yeah. I was never at La Boom. How was it? It's great there. I... I did a tryout for Evolve, and I um, was invited back to help out with the show, and uh, Gabe was always backstage, and I was able to, like, help out and do that stuff, so that was my first real thing. I was supposed to be on the same show that you guys were on. Why the fuck didn't I go to that show? Something happened. I couldn't go. Because they were on. Yeah, no, no, exactly. (laughs) They were like, get the fuck rid of this guy. No, no, there was a reason why I couldn't make it. I had a personal reason, no pun intended, but I had a personal reason that happened, and I couldn't make that show. So that was like I think the one show, second show I've ever pulled off of. So that's pretty yeah. neat. All right. As you as the owner, once again, let me get back to the, the Saint. Yes. You as the owner, when you do you choose wrestlers who's good wrestlers specific nights, or do they ask you? Or how does that work? I I actually looked over a lot of matches, like constantly every day, even when I'm at work with my with my side job. I'm looking at what can I do to make the crowds better? Who can I call? So I, I, I just make the calls. I do get random calls from um, younger talent, but I feel that they're, some of them are not ready yet. So. What about any resentment, like a title match? The boss comes into the ring. I, Uh-oh, he's going to want to take the title from me. I do have a couple. Um, since we're talking about the... Resentments. Um, I'm very big on that the speak out movement, and I had one wrestler that I really regret bringing in because he was making a lot of women feel uncomfortable. And I don't know if I should mention. No, Casey no, 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 like no, no, no. it. Ah. Um, follow girls in the locker room made them feel uncomfortable. The mm. point is, we're supposed to be all equal. We're supposed to work with each other. We're supposed to like 
we can't have women just feeling insecure in, in the locker room. You right, Casey? You have a lot of women in the, the NEW? We have great women yes, over there. Yes, we, we have great women town. We have our, um, we have Roxy straight from Puerto Rico. She's very good. Very we good. have um, Princess Ashanti. That's our women's champion. Yep. We have our little manager, um, Chaos, that you guys yeah, had a really. rage view with yep. before. Okay. Um, we have future talent coming in, like Lady Tappa. She's coming in. Is she Jimmy Snooker? No, wait. No. Um, that's the Barbarian Store. Barbarian Store, yeah. yes. Um, we also got the MK Twins. They're coming in. They're going to be making their debut. We got La Morena from Puerto Rico. Amazona from Puerto Rico. We like to extend by bringing out other other areas into New York. A lot of international. Yes. We got La Rosa Negra. She's coming in. She's yep. going to represent us also at the big event yep. coming in November 14th. So are you one of the biggest uh, indie promotions around? Or? I, I want to be. You want to be. You, you always have dreams and you always want to make sure that yeah. they happen. And From what I, 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 I looked up, when, when did you open up? Um, I believe three, coming this November will be three, three years. years. Oh, okay. Three years. Yeah. 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 All right, so yeah. you're fairly new. How long? Minutes? All right. We're going to have to start winding it down. Sounds like we have All to right, do another so, one, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I got over 100 questions. I said I'm going to ask you half of them. We could. And this one, then we'll do another one. Screw it. We'll just switch three. chairs and we'll switch clothes and everyone will look different. Turn our shirts inside <laughs> out. Look, look, look. <laughs> this is a different day now. <laughs> yeah. We'll start drinking coffee instead of just one guy drinking coffee. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> coming down box. to the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> any last thoughts, John? Well, it's just we gotta do this again, guys. We yep. got a lot of questions. We got a lot more questions that didn't even get written down and yet. More surprises. And oh, okay. I'd like to get more information from you guys. So. Guys, do you want to plug anything? Your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what? Uh, Steven Person on Facebook because I'm fucking lazy. Uh, I hate Twitter, so no one's gonna hire me. So fuck Twitter, I guess. Nah, you fuck Twitter. Twitter's not even trouble. Fuck Twitter. Don't forget, you're in person. Exactly. <laughs> fuck TikTok. Yo, you don't talk about my TikTok. I got 2,000 goddamn followers on TikTok. All right? Look for the wig. Robert exactly. Look for the wig. Guys, check out New Evolution Wrestling. New we're Evolution on Wrestling. Facebook and we're also on Instagram. And make sure you check us out at Big Event November 14th when we got talent like Gene Snitsky, Rosa Negra, Lady Tappa, James Storm, Ziggy Dice himself, and Gene Snitsky. Everyone's all coming in with Gary Wolf. Yep, Gary Wolf. Pitbull one. Pitbull yes. number one. Pitbull number one. Okay, guys. This we want to been. thank you guys again for joining us. We want to us. thank no our guests and uh, thank you for watching. This is the J&J Indie Wrestling Talk Show. Thank you for having us. Toodles. Bye, America. Check us out. And whoever else, I don't know. I know they haven't been in other countries. <laughs>